and welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. Really, really good day to you. It is good to be with you. I appreciate you tuning in. I sat down last week with full intentions of producing a podcast last Wednesday. It just didn't come together. It just didn't come together. I don't know. A lot's been changing around here last week or about a week and a half ago. It was 45 degrees some days and today it's 90 so we have shifted gears from a really chilly spring to very warm summer-like days here in early no no in late May so much has changed there is two main themes that I'll talk about in this show one is time and our perception of time and how that maybe we, we notice it changes in different situations and just reflecting on how our perception of time has gone during the last 10 weeks or so. And then I want to talk about trust and distrust. So those are the two main things I want to talk about, but I want to do a few announcements, kind of some little logistical stuff before we jump on in. I continue to post photographs and paintings on Instagram at weather of the mind. Just want to remind you of our mission here. I I'm I produce this podcast as a teacher and a mentor, a teacher, an ex-teacher in high schools and in boys' prisons and adult prisons. I wanted to help create a positive space of discussion, stoke the fires of curiosity, reflect on our emotional lives, just give a space for that. Really talk about emotional, social, health, and wealth, and what do these terms mean. So generally, I think of it as a, as a show of practical philosophy. And uh, hopefully some practical skills along with that. I got a lot of great feedback from last episode. Last episode, uh, Weather of the Mind 80 was was called Porches, Stewards, and Anti-Stewards. It featured Afro Granny. Uh, No, no, is that right? (laughs) Something like that. And um, people resonated with it. uh, They liked the storytelling and... uh, the the images the images were clear and striking stewards and anti-stewards how do we relate to space as social beings how do we look out for our our home our neighborhood our street but that's not today's topic although i'm sure we'll overlap when we get to trust and distrust this week we're going to talk start talking a little bit about time what got me started with time was just when i came up to do a podcast last week it just felt like I just did a podcast. Before Corona times, I would do the weekly podcast and it would, when it would come up, it would come up naturally in a weekly cycle and I'd be ready to go. And I would have hypothesized that during Corona times, things are so slow, perhaps that you would think, oh, maybe I'll do a podcast twice a week because I have more free time because I'm not bartending. But really, it almost the opposite effect has happened. Time, time is slow, but very little is changing, perhaps. The days when you're like me, mostly by yourself and mostly at home or just leaving to go for a bike ride or a walk, the days kind of blur together. And I think I kind of go deeper into life. You maybe go deeper into some thoughts or some, like you might start wondering about time, but Maybe you'll just wonder and wander, wander and wonder about it for three or four days because you don't have to go into work and bartend. And 
maybe your recreation instead of spending time with people is just painting and listening to music and so it's just a different time is different time is different in different parts of our lives think of summers growing up felt like they lasted like two months growing up or two and a half months you know late june to labor day weekend summers of our youth they were infinite. I mean, each day was its own adventure, its own all kinds of stuff, sporting events, bike rides, adventures. Every day was like you were on vacation. Imagine me on vacation for two months and going on adventures. That'd be a rich two months. When you're grinding out life as an adult and you're looking at life week to week instead of day to day, two months is just eight or nine weeks. But during Corona, this nine or ten weeks has been more like, it's been more like childhood in some ways. The adventures are not, they're different kind of adventures. They're different kind of wandering and wandering, but time is definitely a little bit different. So please, write into the show, leave a message on the website, weatherofthemind.org, leave a message audio message let me know what do you think about time how is time treating you how has time changed for you is it an improvement do you think it will change your relationship to time going forward this whole thing is like a forced retreat of sort a retreat a disturbance a discontinuity now people seek these out when they go on retreat when we go on vacation we try to disrupt create these points in our lives where we step out Because when we step out, it affords us a whole new set of understanding and insights. And then we step back in with those insights. And perhaps our life changes or meanders a little bit. When I went on a trip with my family to go to the fatherland of Austria and Slovenia and go to Germany and to go to Oktoberfest... These were, that was a powerful 10 days. That was not an ordinary 10 days. That was a different world, a different realm. And we're kind of in a different world, a different realm right now. And sure, it's frustrating. And sure, it's disappointing. But trust, trust the benefit of being in a different place. Trust the benefit of disturbance. And just try to keep learning. Try to keep listening. And, and, and look and try to embrace it as a blessing. I know that's my approach. And there have been good days and bad days, but it's still a blessing. I mean, for me, my normal life, there are good days and bad days, and it's still a blessing. So it's just this smaller arena, this different arena of Corona times. A few quotes on time that I wanted to share. This is an old Chinese proverb. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best is now. Mm, all-time banger right there. Ooh, the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago. Damn it, I wish I planted that apple, that row of apple trees 20 years ago because I'd be enjoying a lot of apples right now. A lot of cider. Ooh, that'd be delightful. But the second best, the second best day to plant that is today. The second best day was probably like, you know, nine years ago. But for, for, the, for argument purpose... The point is, yeah, what could have been, what could have been, what could have been. But today is next five years ago, could have been, could have been. So that, that one you probably have heard before, but that one's a nice one. This one relates, this is a Warren Buffett quote. 
Someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Well, unless you're in the woods, but yeah. Still nice sentiment from Warren Buffett. Kind of related, I thought. Shifting gears a little bit. This is from uh, The Little Prince by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. It is the time you have wasted for your rose that makes your rose so important. So he's talking about tending to the flowers. Or whatever we tend to, maybe whatever we steward to. It is the time that you devote to, to that rose that makes your rose so important. So what is important to us is how we spend our purest currency. And our purest currency is our weeks and our days. So I always think like we are what we devote ourselves to. And, and, we, and God willing, we get old and we look back at our lives, how we spent our time, especially the time that we had free, what we, what we cared about, what we devoted ourselves to, what, how we decided to grow, who we decided to connect to, what woods we decided to wander through. I mean, this is basically we're building our character. We're writing our, we're living out our novels. You know, each one of us is our own novel, our own biography. And it's cool that we overlap and have other characters in that novel, but we still have a lot of ownership of our time. And that's not to make you anxious about it. Time is a gift. Oh, here's a good quote that relates to that. This quote is from a novel in 1912, and the author's name is Martha Trolley Curtin. Time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. Like Sitting in the woods, going for a hike in the woods. Some people would say that's a waste of time, but if that enlivens your spirit, if that grounds you, if this makes you feel peaceful, if this fills you with a sense of wonder this allows you to come back to your wife or your kid or your husband or your friend and be really present and a good listener because you're calm spirited you know how valuable is that time so we really need a holistic view and i i just think this time of pause is is a great opportunity for us to have forced reflection all right the next quote of time is the transitional quote because it really connects time with trust and distrust hmm that's kind of fascinating how does time relate to distrust and trust well here we go this is from contemporary author cormac mccarthy from his book all the pretty horses he says scars have the strange power to remind us that our past is real hmm Scars. Think of a scar on your body. Scars have the strange power to remind us that our past is real. Most prominent scar on my body is a scar on my, what is that, your index finger. And this scar, this scar reminds me that the past is real because this scar came from my own frustration and my own anger. And that's some, something I still deal with and have to manage sometimes my own frustration and my own anger with society and with myself this is part of for me part of being an emotionally intense a very empathic human is i I feel things very strongly and it does not exclude frustration and anger luckily i keep it to myself most of the time but and this, this scar came from a time when I was by myself. But I was a youngster, and maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 years old or 11 years old or 12 years old. 
and I just was really upset about something. I don't remember what, but I took my Swiss Army knife and I stab. Ooh, I'm getting a little bit of a flashback. I stabbed a corkboard in my room and the Swiss Army knife essentially closed on my finger. I'm sorry, I do not like, I don't like blood and I don't like, <laughs> I don't like this story, but I think it's worth sharing because it's the most prominent scar and it's the scar I see most frequently right there on my finger. I have no rings on my finger, but I do have a scar-like ring on my finger. And it dates back to many, many years ago. But there's part of it that still remains with me. So we have this interesting dance with our own past. On the one hand, I think it's important to understand your past and to learn from your past. But I think it's important to emotionally disengage, to keep our emotions for the present. But it doesn't work that way. Things happen that upset us emotionally. And the same wiring, the same neural pathways, almost like a little path through the woods that's worn down, that's been reinforced our whole lives. You know, that same anger and frustration that I felt as a 10-year-old, there's something, there's a history inside of me that that same anger and frustration echoes. reflection on time and during these unusual times how does perception of time change and if time is the ultimate currency how we perceive time affects the value of time so man i i just listened to the first half of this podcast and i really thought it was rich and i rarely do this i usually have my notes go through it a few times and record and then make slight edits but today i had to scrap the second half it was it was just too much it was too much information for one day one session too many questions but we've only covered like 14 or 15 minutes and i want to hang out some more so what do i do do i tell a story i was going to go into distrust but it's just it's too dense i have a problem with density and i'm trying to expand it and open it up a little bit but I did mention that I would talk a little bit about distrust. Let me at least pose a few questions that I will revisit in coming episodes. I'm working on a hypothesis as I talk with people and realize there's such a widespread and intense distrust of media. And now that you see, in this case with the pandemic, a distrust of scientists. And it's not just the politically this or the politically that. There's a there's a, a smattering of different coalitions and people who have what I consider 
significant trust issues. Now, I think skepticism is extremely important. So where does skepticism go too far and become a a, a fatal distrust? So I want people to think about their own, we think about time. I want to think about your own relationship between your first 10 years of life and how you experienced authority. And then see where your relationship is now with authority. Because some level of authority is necessary to make a society work. And we accept authority in many different forms throughout the day. But when it came, when it, now it has come to this pandemic, there seems to be a lot of people who are really uncomfortable trusting, trusting the media, trusting the scientists. So I want, I want us to consider this. I think there's a lot of richness here, a lot of psychological richness, and a lot of insight into our own lives and our society. To uh, end on a jovial note, I want to play a clip from The Office. And you'll see why I played it at the end. But just to set it up for you, Michael, the boss, is uh, receiving a call from an insurance, an insurance salesman. But Annie and Dwight think that this guy, it's a mob front and an intimidation. He's trying to intimidate Michael into buying insurance. So, you, you know, what ensues is the usual hilarity. So here you go. What happened in there? Nothing other than, once again, I am just thankful that I am a paper salesman. Did he threaten you? No, Dwight, not everything is a threat. Mobsters are. There is no such thing as monsters. He drives an SUV. No, it's more trunk space. Or should I say corpse space? Okay, guys, I drive an SUV. Does that mean I'm in the mob? No, not that by itself, but look at all the facts. He seems like a mobster. Wait, when did we start talking about the mob? The guy was trying to sell me insurance. All mobsters have a front. Sometimes it's selling insurance. Sometimes it's waste management or sanitation. For the record, not all Italian-Americans are in the mafia. I think he just seemed like he was trying to sell me insurance. Yeah, buy my insurance or I burn your warehouse down. Exactly. Hey, 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 calm down, calm down, calm down. Ryan, you lived in New York. What do you think? Well, first of all, there's no such thing as the mafia. Okay. What you have are specific... Families. Mm-hmm. What's the guy's last name? Um, it is Grotti. Oh, oh no. Oh, boy. Here we go. What? What? John Gotti, you idiot. It's it's a completely different name. So he won't get caught. Yeah. Pretty close. What are you talking about? What mobster would change his name from Gotti to Grotti? It weakens it. No, I disagree. R is among the most menacing of sounds. That's why they call it murder and not muckduck. Okay, too many different words coming at me from too many different sentences. And then they go off camera, mockumentary style, and Oscar is talking to the camera, and here's his reflection on the situation, which I found remarkably poignant. Let's just, let's just put it at that. Uh, all right, who else is here? Pam and Jim are on their honeymoon, so there's not the usual balance between sane and others. Toby has mentally checked out since June. It's a very dangerous time. The Coalition for Reason is extremely weak. The Coalition for Reason is extremely weak. Let's hope that's not prophetic. I will include the time quotes in the notes on the website, weatherofthemind.org, in case you want to write down the quotes and reflect on them further. 
And please drop me a line regarding time or distrust or any thoughts during Corona times. Please remember, keep hydrated, sleep well, that's the foundation. Cook a few healthy meals, get the blood flowing. Take care of your social needs. Talk to talk to your friends and family. Much love, be well. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.